Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Jacob. And welcome to Rookie Rundown, the sports podcast for the casual fan. This week, the NBA Finals are pressing on. We know half of the team is in the NHL Finals. We saw a coach get fired in Major League Baseball, and golf has a Rebel Tour. Plus, one of the NFL players is making more money than, well, I can feasibly imagine. So, mm, I think if you tried really hard, you probably could. I could, yeah, you're right. I could visualize it. I'll actually get to an analogy about that later. <laughs> so where are we starting, Jacob? So let's start with basketball. So the NBA Finals between the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics, it's currently tied up 1-1. to So Boston won game one. And it was, like, kind of close, but game two, Golden State won, and it was a blowout. It was, like, a 25-point a win for Golden State, so. Yeah, that's pretty significant. Yeah, it is. It'll be interesting to see how Boston responds. So the next game is Wednesday, and we'll just have to see, you know, who really capitalizes. Yeah, I mean, these are the people that made it to the final championship. You expect it to be close games. You would expect it. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that develops. It should be. And Steph Curry, who's one of the best shooters the NBA has ever seen, is back in the finals. In our last podcast, we mentioned this is their sixth trip in the last eight years. Oh, my uh, But gosh. he has yet to win a finals MVP award, so he's still kind of chasing that. That's crazy. Isn't that guy, like, in his 50s? No, he's in his 30s. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, Steph Curry. I don't think there have been any NBA players in their 50s. Well, not in a while, at least. I don't know how old people are. Fair enough. Well, speaking of finals, the National Hockey League Stanley Cup playoffs are still happening. Currently, Colorado and Edmonton. Jacob, did their series end? I can't remember. Yeah, it did. Colorado won in four games, so they swept Edmonton. Yeah, but the Rangers and Tampa Bay are still playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I believe this series is tied two to two, so it that is. one is pretty close. Yeah, and both teams have won the two games at their home arena. So, well, if that trend continues, then I guess the Rangers will win. But now, who knows? Tampa Bay is one of the favorites to win since they won last year. Yeah, and the year before that too. Yeah, they are. Yeah, so it's impressive that the Rangers are even holding them off at two to two. It is, and we'll just have to see how it goes from here. I guess. Yeah, none of them are the Penguins, so not no, really interested in right. cheering or watching. Mm-hmm. In baseball, we actually saw a manager of the L.A. Angels, Joe Madden, fired. So at one point, I, I believe their losing streak is 13 games as of right now. Um, so that's not very good. And it's made especially bad because the Angels actually have two just generational talent players on their team in Shohei Itani and Mike Trout. And since Mike Trout has been there, which I believe is, I want to say, 11, 11 or 12 years, they've only gone to the playoffs once. And he's been the best player, one of the best players baseball has ever seen that entire time. But they're just so incompetent at building a team around him that they've only been to the playoffs once. Woof, that is real rough for Mike Trout. Yeah, it is. So you feel bad for the guy. He really should just get out of there. Um, but Joe Madden was fired because they lost 13 games in a row while having two insanely good players. Um, and on his way out, he kind of said that analytics and baseball are being overused. And it's kind of weird because 
in the world of baseball, Joe Madden was one of the first guys to actually use analytics in baseball. So definitely an interesting shift. I guess he thinks they just took it too far. Yeah, and they probably He's have. probably just mad since the analytics are not in his favor anymore. Now, the real question that people are asking is, does this make them worse than the Pirates? Because the Pirates have had three playoff appearances since Mike Trout was in the league, and they've only had one. So, You know, honestly, that's pretty impressive because the Pirates have been so terrible as far as I can remember. Yeah, and I mean, is it better to have a team that underachieves with great players or have a team that's just incredibly bad? And what, and sometimes finds a, and, and a like, penny? And, like, you know, f- found lightning in a bottle for three years somehow. Hmm. I don't know. I just like to make fun of the pirates because I know it annoys you. Fair enough. As I like to tell Jacob often, I will never let you down like the pirates will. They do. That's they where do the bar is set right now. The bar is low. It's on the ground, really. Yeah, honestly. A snail could probably jump over it. With, with room to spare. <laughs> well, speaking of championships, the LIV, or 54th Golf Tournament, and the PGA Tournament are coming up. Well, they're kind of squaring off would be the better way to describe it. I think um, the LIV Tournament is this new golf tour, and uh, it's trying to pull players away from the PGA Tour by just offering them insane amounts of money, like hundreds of millions of dollars to star players uh, to come play on their tour versus the PGA, which is like the historic U.S.-based golf tour. Well, not necessarily U.S.-based, but like, um, I'll just call them the Western world-based golf tour. Um, And this LIV golf tournament, or golf tour rather, will be an eight-event team tournament. And uh, the last event will be like a team championship, which is for $50 million. <gasps> oh, my God. Now, the reason this is so controversial is that this LIV tour is backed by the Saudi Arabian government. Oh. Um, and that's who's funding all these massive, like, the massive money figures being put up for all these players. Um, for example, it's an eight-event tournament or eight-event tour, and each one is a team tournament. But the last one is the team tournament, so we won't count that. For the other seven... So for the other seven, it's still a team? Yeah, for the other seven, it's still a team, and each team is made up of four people. Okay. And for each like individual event, there's $25 million up for grabs. So the winning team of four gets $5 million to split between them. And then the winning player gets $4 million. Second place gets $2.125 million. And third place gets $1.5 million. And then it goes down, like it diminishes as it goes down. And the last place golfer gets $120,000. Okay, now hold up. How do I start learning how to golf? I know. it's. I mean, that's the appeal, right? They're basically buying players onto their tour. But it's an interesting dynamic between the stars on the PGA who are like, well, I don't really feel comfortable joining a tour that I'm you know, getting bought off by a government that you know, dismembered a journalist in another country. So Um, where is the LIV tournament happening at? So the first event is in London, and then I think there's like two events in the UK, two events in the US, 
I'm not really sure all where all the events are. So what does the Saudi Arabian government say is the benefit of spending this money? I, I don't know what the benefit is to them. See, I find that... I think some of the events will be in Saudi Arabia. I just, I don't... I, I find don't that more suspicious. Like, if you're putting forth this money, you must be getting something Yeah, like, return. what's the end goal? What's the end goal? Yeah, you don't... If you're a big country, you don't spend money to not get anything back. You spend money to make money. Yeah. So, how are they planning on making money from I this? I don't know. Compromising a bunch of players' morals, I guess. Yeah, but even even if they are compromising the players' morals, like, how are the players bringing more money back to them? I I don't know. I don't know. Is it just like a sunk cost type of? Surely thing? not. I that's I don't. I think this the is angle. like I'm worried about like a Trojan horse type situation here. Oh, uh, so. I don't know. Just like it looks good on the outside, but on the inside, oh, there's something yeah. really bad. Well, I think that's probably fair. I'm sure that they will try and use this to. Uh, there has to be an angle. There has reputation. to be an angle. Oh, I'm sure there is. Because you don't spend all that money just to like be a good guy. Oh, not at all. And they're not, so. Well, we'll just have to keep watching that because I am very suspicious. Yeah, me too. Speaking of insane amounts of money, um, in the NFL, the big headline news coming out of there is star defensive lineman for the Los Angeles Rams, Aaron Donald, got a contract extension, a three-year contract extension, uh, and he is now guaranteed to make $95 million. In the uh, next three in years? The next or three in three years, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, what would that be? How is it divided up between the three years? I want to say it's it's fairly even, like it's split between the years. Okay. It's like well. $31.5 or something like that. Does he get bonuses if they win? I think that includes bonuses, that numbering is including bonuses. Oh, okay. Well, they're probably not going to get all of them, so. Yeah. I Well, I, the $95 million is guaranteed to him. Oh, so you think I don't it's know even if there more are bonuses. With bonuses. I don't know. I'm sure there are. It's okay. probably like five hundred thousand. Either way, though, that's an insane amount oh, of money. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And what's interesting, of course, though, is <clears throat> what Aaron Donald is making is like nothing in terms of NBA money. So it's always funny, like, wow, he's making so much money, but basketball players make a ton more money. Wait, than what this. do they make? Oh, like hundreds of millions in a year. Yeah. Oh, over the span of a contract. Well, it's because um, there, you know, there's just less basketball players on a team at a time, so they can pay them more. That's insane. Yeah, it is. It's still a ton of money. I knew I should have become a pro athlete. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's crazy. That is crazy. Good. Good for Aaron, though. I guess. Yeah. Good for him. I mean, that's. That's just. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be. Just fine. Yeah, understatement of the century. Understatement of the century. All right, for this week's final play, uh, if you were going to create a eight-event team tournament, what would the uh, sport or competitive basis for the tournament be? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? If you were going to create a team tour, like a team tournament tour like the LIV tour is, what sport or competitive event would it be for? And, like, you know, why? That's good. That's good. I would say hand washing dishes. How would you judge the competitors? Uh, cleanliness of the dishes and how fast they would get them hand washed. How do you balance that? Like, what if you just went super fast and got penalized on the cleanliness portion? Well, exactly. That would be up to the judges. 
Oh, so it'd be like a judge sport, not like a yeah, not like a time yeah director. Okay. Because I'm just thinking, like people have very different techniques for hand washing dishes, and I'd just be interested to see how a team could work together to do that. And you really would have to balance uh, speed and cleanliness. Yeah, that's true. Because people take shortcuts. Some people just like rinse off the plate and then like kind of like half-ass sponge it. No, you got to go real. You got to really disinfect that plate. That's well. I'm sure that'd be a very made-for-TV event too. Yeah, my second choice would be hand tennis. Because I just, hand tennis, like hand tennis, for those who don't know, was really popular when I was in like middle school and high school. And we met the guys who, like the guys who came up with hand tennis came to my school and everyone was just really obsessed with it for a while. So I just want to see all those kids from middle school and high school who were super into hand tennis, like come back and try and play now in a tournament. I'm sure that would be an engaging event for audiences of all ages. It would be hilarious. It would be. What about you, Jacob? Um, I mean, for my own self-serving interest, I'd probably pick trivia, just because I know I could succeed on that tour. Jacob's really good at trivia. Um, Super annoying. Don't play with him. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think that's what I'd do. It's kind of lame of you to pick something you know you're good at. You picked hand-washing dishes. I am very good at hand-washing dishes. You said that, though, not me. I did. Yeah, so it's different. It's you bragging about me, not me bragging about myself. Oh, well, I have no qualms doing that, so. Yeah. Hmm. Well, anyway, kind of a low-key episode this week. Yeah, it has been. I mean, it's kind of a low-key time of year in sports. Yeah. And don't forget, you know, we're on a summer vacation right now. Well, we're not actually on vacation, but it's summer and it's hot outside and I'm tired all the time. So, uh, you know, be patient with us. We're trying to release episodes on Wednesdays or Thursdays each week. That's the plan. So be sure to follow us on Twitter at Rookie underscore Rundown or on Facebook at Rookie Rundown Pod to find information about episodes and let us know what sports headlines we should talk about next. And don't forget to keep sports simple, stupid.